Hello everybody and welcome to episode number two of, of Bulls and Bears. Uh, my name is Hank Fenter, I'm going to be your host and to, today we're going to be talking about the psychology of cash flow. I think that's something that most people, uh, or a lot of people actually, um, don't really understand all that well because they get so caught up in the in the goal setting p- uh, part of financial planning that uh, everything is about setting goals, everything is about setting goals, and uh, they never get around to actually executing on those plans. So the first point that I want to make is that you must have a cash flow plan before you have an investment plan. People very often come to me and they talk to me about where should I invest my money and how should I be investing and what sort of financial product should I be looking at. But when when we delve a little bit deeper into it, then uh, it turns out that they don't even have a cash flow plan. In other words, they work very hard to earn an income, but they don't even know where that money is going. Um, and and they think that, that by having an investment plan or a regular investment plan, that that's going to solve their problem. The thing about a cash flow plan is this is your game plan to winning with money, right? Um, if, if I don't know where my money is going every single month, how on earth can I have a successful investment plan? And we're going to get to the difference between savings and investments a little bit later on, but both play a critical, critical role in the process of financial planning. So this game plan of, of, of anybody uh, should be done every single month because every single month there are different things that crop up, right? You can't use the same game plan every single month because some months you're going to have to put new tires on your car, other months there are births or birthdays or, or, or christenings where you have to buy gifts. All these things can be planned for, but the thing is that people don't plan for them and so then they try and cash flow things uh, where they might be a little bit cash poor at that stage uh, just because they have been planning properly so the result is that they're going to go to their credit card go into debt to fund these gifts and and i mean that's that's just not a financial plan that's worth anything uh when when it comes to winning with money so every single month you got to sit down and you got to work through this cash flow plan or this game plan whatever you want to call it uh you got to do it in writing or in typing i mean some people prefer doing things on excel and that's fine uh you can use a, an old exam pad or piece of paper but the point is when you actually write these things down psychologists have told us over the years that um it, you are way more likely to actually succeed at, at achieving your goals if you if you do everything in writing now a very critical point is that households, husbands and wives or, or whatever, you know, people living together, they must do this together, okay? And that's a very difficult thing. I've spoken to a lot of people where they say, uh, you know, um, my, my wife and I just keep our things separate. Each person does their own thing. And, and, you know, that's fine. That's your decision. But the point is that each person involved in this household must understand where the other person is coming from because otherwise these cash flow plans get de- uh, derailed. Um, you know, husband says, you know, let's go out to eat and the wife is actually on a mission to be saving some money um, and that just derails her plan. So you've got to do it together. Uh, you've got to make sure that, that the other person even if they don't agree with your plan, that's fine. But they've got to know about it and they've got to at least have the, the uh, maturity to be able to say, you know what, I respect your decision and, and, and I'm going to try and help you to achieve your goals. I mean, if you're in a, in a relationship where the other person can't respect that decision, I think you've got some relationship counseling to do, but, but that's obviously not the point of, of today's topic. Now, the question is, how does a cash flow actually affect uh, a cash flow plan affect your investment plan? A proper cash flow plan includes both savings as well as investment. 
Now, a lot of people ask me, what's the difference between the two? Savings is aimed at capital preservation and investment is aimed at capital growth. In other words, when a person invests money, they automatically assume a certain level of risk because they want to grow their capital um, and, and, and that is this, that's clearly understood. Savings is not so much about the rate of return as it is about preserving whatever you've put away. Uh, that's why banks uh, would give you 1% or 2% on a, on a savings account if you're lucky and um, uh, but, but, but that's not a long-term goal. A savings plan is, for example, for your emergency fund uh, so that you don't have any kind of market risk that when you withdraw from that fund, the markets might be down or uh, if you've invested in real estate, you know, you can't, you can't just sell uh, an investment property at the drop of a hat. I mean, that takes time, so, so you're not liquid. Um, but it might also be that you've invested in, in things like uh, collective investment schemes or unit trust or, or mutual funds, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and, and you know, at the moment we're experiencing a lot of economic uncertainty, a lot of volatility, and, and that means people are withdrawing money when they can actually least afford it. For example, people have put in, let's say, for example, 100,000 rand into a, into a unit trust account and um, the markets have fallen and now all of a sudden they have to do car repairs um, and they withdraw from that uh, from the mutual fund or that unit trust, but all of a sudden the 100 grand is only worth 80 because the market is just doing what the market does. Um, so, so I mean, when, when I put it that clearly, I think it's, um, it's, it's a no-brainer, but this is what people do. So um, this, your savings are actually aimed at protecting your investments. Okay, so what I always say to my clients is you, ca you can't afford to, to be investing money if you don't have any kind of savings. Imagine this scenario person does not have any kind of savings uh, they've listened to a financial advisor like myself and um, you know we've, we've given them a great investment plan and said okay we, we look at the long-term track record of the of the unit trust fund and over the last 10 years this particular fund has given us an average of 12 odd percent uh, you know so it's a good investment we like that um, and we just start putting away let's say a thousand rand a month uh, into this into this mutual fund now the problem is the market just does what it does and and your entire portfolio is going to be exposed to that kind of volatility. So uh, whenever you draw a statement on your, on your unit trust account, you know, it's just up and down and sideways and all the rest of it. It creates a lot of anxiety with a client. It creates a lot of anxiety with, with any kind of person because their whole net worth is dependent on this kind of investment. Now, um, see this across the table from somebody who is just putting away a thousand rand into a savings account until such time as it's worth, let's say, 25 uh, to 50,000 rand, as, just as an example, it depends uh, on each person's circumstances. But at that point, re just channeling that thousand rand a month into this same unit trust kind of investment where all your entire net worth is not subject to the ups and downs of the market. It creates a lot more peace um, and people will tend to make less stupid withdrawals decisions at that point. Now, a, a lot of times when I, when I counsel with clients, um, you know, they, they just basically tell me that they don't have any kind of cash flow plan or game plan and that's why I'm there. And that, I mean, that's, that's perfectly fine. But then I ask them, why don't you have a cash flow plan? I mean, you're an adult. You should, um, you know, you should know how to plan these things. And um, you know, I just want to sort of uncover how, you know, what got us to this this point where we don't have any kind of real game plan. 
And the number one reason people say to me they don't have a cash flow plan is because they think they don't have to. Or they, or they, they might not like to admit that they are not winning with money. And I think one of the most dangerous things is that people tend to be able to out-earn their stupid decisions. Okay, so they make, they make decent money, the, they get to pay their bills every single month, and as a result, they think that they don't need to plan for these things. So in other words, what happens in practice is people go out to uh, the grocery store and they just basically buy whatever they feel like. And I mean, that's all situational. I mean, we all know that going shopping while you're hungry is not a good idea. Um, and at the end of the month, they just realize that there's nothing left. I mean, I once counseled somebody was earning a very, very decent income, uh, especially as they as the were quite a, quite a young person. And while we were in that meeting, this person literally started crying because she said to me that she's earning a lot of money, but she's broke every single month. And so when we went through the cash flow plan or the game plan or, what, or the budget, whatever you want to call it, it turns out that because she was not planning for things like clothes shopping and gifts and going out for meals and that sort of thing, um, she was losing a large portion of her income because, I mean, she was very good at keeping her living expenses down, but this portion was not planned at all. And for somebody who's earning that kind of money, you know, it's kind of sad to see that this money just sort of disappears out of their bank account and they don't even know where it goes. So, I mean, a lot of that money went into, into going out with friends and that sort of thing. And to see the change in a person where they actually have a game plan where they realize their mistake, um, it just, it's, it's a world apart because this person ends up almost ready to run through walls with excitement and, and sort of drive because now they understand that they're going to be winning. They, they're going to give every single rand that they earn, they're going to give it a job, they're going to give it a title or category or whatever you want to call it, and they're going to stick to it. And that is how they're going to be winning with money. So when it comes to your cash flow plan and how it affects your, your investment plan, you've got to be thinking long term. Um, people literally don't know how to do a cash flow plan. And this is true. I mean, we're never taught how to do this, this thing in schools. Um, and, and most of the time when people are taught how to do a budget or a game plan, um, it's, it's, it's not correct because the, the general philosophy is you write down all your expenses um, and then you can save whatever is left at the end of the month. Most of us will realize that that kind of philosophy means that um, we're never going to have money at the end of the month. If we don't plan for, for putting money away into savings, into retirement uh, savings or retirement investments and other investments, um, that money is going to go out to restaurants or to shoe stores or clothes or whatever going to bry it away and when we do a cash flow plan let me just quickly help you with this right to do a proper cash flow plan you start off with your income right at the top of the page remember i said earlier on that you're going to do this on paper or or something like excel typed out but it's got to be very visual so you start out with your income at the top you then list all the categories that need to be paid this includes your uh, your basic needs like housing like food like shell uh, like 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 transport fuel that sort of thing um going down the list to pay off your debts to buy your insurance to buy groceries etc etc 
but this is regardless of the priority or the order in which they should be paid. In other words, the importance of a particular category is not taken into account at this stage yet. It only follows after we've written down everything. We then go and prioritize. I want to pay this one first. First, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to buy clothes. Oh, sorry, uh, food. Then I'm going to uh, pay for my housing. Then I'm going to pay for transport, etc., etc. And it's shocking to see how many people um, are, are, are planning to pay off their debt before they buy groceries. Um, I think that's just the way that we were brainwashed by, by sort of the worshipping at the, at the altar of the credit score um, because people don't want to ruin their credit, but they don't plan to eat. I mean, that's just silly. Think of Maslow. I think most of you have, have heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, you can, under no circumstances, you're going to be paying debt before you eat, okay? Because if you don't pay your debt, yes, they might repossess the car. If you don't eat, you're going to die. I mean, it's as simple as that. So you then categorize everything based on priority. And at the end of this cash flow plan, there's going to be zero rand left over. That's called a zero-based budget. In other words, every single rand that is coming into this, uh, in, into this uh, process of, of managing your money of your cash flow, every single thing has to have some sort of, of um, mission, every single rand. So in other words, that means we're going to include things like savings into this cash flow plan. We're going to include things like regular investments and retirement savings. We will also include things like going out for meals. Being on a budget or being on a game plan doesn't mean that you don't get to do a whole bunch of things. It just means that you do them on purpose. And I think that is one of the main things, that why, one of the main reasons why people do not want to be on a cash flow plan or financial plan because they think then they don't get to have fun. I absolutely want you to be having fun, um, but you've got to do it on purpose. You, I mean, you can't just do it by default. And when you do a zero-based budget like this, there's a certain serenity that comes on you that, that you just sort of chill out a little bit more because all of a sudden you're not in panic in panic mode anymore um, and to have that kind of peace I, I think that just spills over into the rest of your life as well I mean I, and, and I could be carrying on about this but uh, the, the point is to have this cash flow plan sets you up for winning if you control your cash flow you determine your destiny um, it's not all about the planning process, process, but it is about the execution of that plan. I see so many people spend hours and hours and hours uh, planning their finances, etc., but they never hit the execute button, and that is absolutely worthless. So it's relatively easy to start determining where you are in your cash flow. Um, when you have a cash flow plan like this, it's going to have such a direct Im impact on your, on your wealth building activities and winning with money that you might realize that, you know what, I'm spending um, X amount on, on a car that I hardly ever use, right? Sell the car. It's a stupid car. Um, you're not impressing anyone anyway, um, especially the people that you're never going to see again, the people you see at the, at the, at the traffic light. Um, but these little log jams um, in your in your wealth building process it's going to be highlighted by your cash flow plan because all of a sudden you're going to be able to realize hey here's an expense that i'm not getting any value for maybe i can uh, use this money in a different way um, and 
to have that kind of um, insight into your personal finances, that is how you win with money. So you cannot invest if you don't have a cash flow plan. You can't invest properly because you will make stupid withdrawal decisions if you don't have, a, have, have any kind of savings uh, to protect your, your investments. So I think getting back to the main question of this episode, the psychology of cash flow um, is underpinned by the question to decide again Right. You've got to decide again, do I want this burger more than I want to ultimately win with, with uh, personal finance? Uh, do I want this pair of shoes more than I want financial freedom? Do I want these clothes um, more than I want to be out of debt or, or whatever your, your overarching goal is? And that makes managing cash flow so much easier. And the, this is the most important thing about financial planning is that if you can't manage your cash flow, you're not going to be able to manage your investments and you're going to be running around in circles trying to play catch up and you're going to reach retirement age, not able to retire. And there's just not any reason for somebody, especially if you're young, if you're listening to this and you're under 30, um, you've got every opportunity available to be winning with money. Um, I mean, you should definitely be a millionaire before you're 45 at the latest um, if you're managing things properly. And if you can look at your cash flow plan and you can say, I am doing the right things, I am being smart with money, because if you then go and meet with a financial advisor like myself, and I go through it with you in a, in, a, in a counseling session, there might be one or two things maybe that we need to be tweaking or, or that we can maybe do a little bit better, but it's not a complete makeover that we need to do because that is the most difficult thing. So start today, sit down with a piece of paper, sit down with your spouse or your, your children or your flatmate or whatever. Um, if, you, if you're single, I mean, that's the easiest, uh, the easiest way to rectify the situation and clean up your mess because the mess is the person in the mirror. That's the person who caused this mess. So you've got a one person to manage. But start today and get onto a, a proper cash flow plan because you're going to see such a difference. It's going to feel like you had a raise at work and you're going to be a better employee for your, for your employer. So that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, please look me up on Twitter at of Bulls and Bears. Uh, we can connect over there. You can also find me on Facebook um, and all the rest of the social media. Thanks very much. All the best and have a great day.